Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. Now I talk to you for president. This is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Friday. Traeger Meat Friday at that. We'll have some Meat Friday songs. We actually have some meat on the grill. we got some brats and burgers trying to raise morale around here. We don't know what we're doing, which I can say that just about any day, but I can truly say that today. We're not quite sure what we're doing, but we're all in this together. Whether you're listening or watching, if you're watching on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show or the Fox Sports Radio lineup, we say good morning to you. Fritzy's here. Uh, McLovin left early to go pick up his kids. Uh, Seton's here, and Polly is as well, and yours truly. Poll question for the second hour. We're going to check in with Tom Curran. Uh, NBC Sports Boston on pre-agency, the uh, legal tampering, Tom Brady, that starts on Monday. Uh, There was a report that maybe we would have free agency pushed back a little bit. You also have the collective bargaining agreement that votes have to be in on Saturday night. Are they going to pass this? Should they pass this, considering the economic climate right now? So we'll talk to Tom Kern about that. Here's the poll question. Next week, Tom Brady will be... Staying with the Patriots, joining another team, or no decision made? I think there's a lot of drama, maybe not a lot, but a little bit of drama left to be played out with all of this, that I still believe that there aren't eight teams interested in Tom Brady. Now, you might have interest in Tom, but are you interested in signing Tom Brady to a two-year deal for $50 million or $60 million? I, I still think this comes back to, you get together. The Patriots just want to know what Tom wants because he wanted to be a free agent, get that opportunity to be a free agent. Then they want, they assume he's coming back then to tell them, this is what I want because you want some leverage here. You get another team. If Tampa's going to go all in on him, what are they going to offer you, Tom? Then come back to us because they don't want to bid against themselves. You wanted to be a free agent, go be a free agent. Let's see who, who's interested in you. Have we had any quote from the San Francisco 49ers yet with Kyle Shanahan? Unless Kyle Shanahan says, you know, that uh, I, I'm not going to dignify uh, that topic. I'm, I, we have our court. Like, if he said that, then I go, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback. Unless he feels like you're saying there's a chance, and maybe that's why he's not saying anything. But if I'm Garoppolo, at some point, don't you just say, uh, Coach, you going to back me up in the media. And the odd part of all this is Don Yee is Garoppolo's agent and Brady's agent. Imagine those conversations. Because your agent, how honest is he with you about another client who you might be competing for to keep your job? And I, I think with free agency with Brady, uh, it gets a little dicey. Yeah, Paul. Can you imagine being the agent for Brady and Garoppolo? Garoppolo's got a lot of years left. Brady does not. But if you're Don Yee, the agent for Brady, are you his agent 
in the next portion of his career? Are you going to be with him post-football? Because that would depend on what my priority would be, who I take care of, Garofalo or Brady. Tom Curran just sent uh, this note. Are the Patriots even just a quarterback away from another Super Bowl, regardless of whether Brady stays or goes? So we'll talk to Tom Curran coming up a little bit later on. But he's right. You know, I wonder, are they going to get a couple of weapons here? The offensive line will be better this upcoming season. What are you going to do on defense? You've got some free agents that you could be losing here. And the Patriots may look at this and say, we're not ready to win a championship. We're not close. And maybe that's why we don't want to spend that money on Tom Brady. I still feel he ends up with the Patriots. still feel that he ends up back there. But that's our poll question here for this second hour. Phone calls are always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, talking about how long the NBA will be out. This hiatus will be most likely um, at least 30 days. I mean, it, and we don't know enough, as you've all said, to be more specific than that. But we wanted to give direction to our players and teams and to our fans that this is going to be roughly at least a month. That's uh, courtesy of Inside the NBA. Mark Cuban, the Mavericks owner, on what's going to happen the next four games. We talked again this morning with our folks at the AAC and, and getting the numbers. We'll, for the next four Mavs games, we'll, we have a program where um, the next four would have been Mavs games. We'll, we'll pay our employees as if our hourly employees as if they worked. And then we also have to deal with the downstream effects of smaller businesses that don't have the balance sheets maybe to survive this. Because, you know, these are our customers, our fans, the people who buy tickets, and we want to be good citizens in the community. So we have to be aware of what might happen. I saw where Kevin Love donated $100,000 to the workers of uh, Quicken Loans Arena as well during this uh, trouble, you know, hardship, troubled times. NCAA canceling the men's and women's tournaments. Also spring sports as well. XFL ends its season. Baseball has ended spring training and delayed the season opener there. Now you got to figure out where can you play games, when can you play games, how long does the season, uh, is it extended? Do you have maybe a truncated season with uh, Major League Baseball? Uh, you got PGA Tour. They had one round of the Players' Championship in Ponte Vedra. Now they're saying the tournament is canceled. The next three events, I believe, are going to be postponed. And then you're going to have the Masters, and the Masters is its own governing body, so we're in no man's land. This is new territory. Yes, Tom. I'm seeing tweets and also on one of our screens that this year's Masters tournament has been postponed. No further details about when that would be. All right. Who reported uh, Jason that? Jason Sobel uh, tweeted it, and I'm looking at, uh, at one of the uh, broadcasts above saying that next month's Masters has been postponed. Okay. All right. And that's early, uh, you know, first week in August or uh, April. Yeah, Paul. The Masters official uh, – Social media page tweeted out from their chairman, Ridley, quote, considering the latest information and expert analysis, we have decided at this time to postpone the Masters uh, national finals. Mm. Postpone, not cancel, but postpone. Okay. Respect, yeah, they have uh, no other details. But then you get into other tournaments there and you try to find a hole in the schedule. Could you still have the Masters at some point this year? That's what I'd be curious about. Can you ask the PGA Tour? Maybe if they know that, you know, Augusta is probably not going to respond to us. But if you could reach out and just say, or is there a golf writer you can reach out to and just say, is there, could, what could plan B uh, present for the Masters to still have it? Yeah, Paul. As part of their Masters statement on their website, 
He said, we hope this postponement puts us in the best position to safely host the Masters Tournament and our amateur events at some later date. Okay. So, again, postponed, not canceled. Okay. Yeah, it's it's happening in real time, and uh, I don't. We, we obviously don't have all the answers, but being able to shut down these leagues, I think, is the smart thing to do right now. And it, I've been accused of overreacting, and maybe I've overreacted to this. I said the NCAA tournament should have been uh, shut down. I I'd rather be accused of overreacting than underreacting, given what's at stake here. And I want to reiterate this. This was from somebody, a friend of mine who works in the emergency room at a Houston area hospital. Please let people know, yes, younger uh, people, if they get the virus, it's it's not going to kill them. Uh, you know, this is older people. If they get it, then obviously more susceptible. But let's not make it seem like your grandparents are, you know, you know, we, dispensable, where you just go, oh, you, older people get it. Well, imagine if it's in your world and it's your parents or grandparents who are going to get this. Uh, that's the way you have to view this. But the person in the emergency room in Houston said, this is about staffing. This is about supplies. It's about having hospital beds. Because if you do have this influx of people with the coronavirus who need to be hospitalized, it could be taking up beds that if you went in for a surgery, you might not have. So the staffing is really important in this. And she wanted me to just tell your audience, this is what we're dealing with. It's going to be taxing on all of the hospitals, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. And probably the next 30 to 60 days, you're going to, you're going to see the numbers spiking here. That's from somebody who works in the emergency room. They haven't had a coronavirus situation yet, but she said, we are preparing for that. But even then, how many are you preparing for? Uh, a couple of phone calls here. And uh, coming up, John Aran from the Sports Business Journal on just the financial impact of all of this. Uh, with what's happening with leagues. You know, is there a league that is really vulnerable now because there won't be any sports? Uh, the, the Premiership is suspending play. National Hockey League is suspending play. NASCAR still running without fans coming up this weekend. Yeah, Paul. The one I was most curious about is the XFL. For a minute yesterday, I was wondering if the XFL would somehow try to keep playing to take advantage of this gap in the sports schedule. But I know they can't. But the XFL, which seems tenuous at best, losing any traction they have seems the most dangerous. Well, as much as you would want to, because there's a hole in the schedule, there's a reason why there's a hole in the schedule. And that is you shouldn't be playing any sporting events where there's a large gathering. And the XFL... Even if you play it, there's no fans there. You know, it's still a physical sport, and, and you can't do it. And a lot of this is the optics. You know, I felt like golf, it was the optics. If you don't have fans at the Players' Championship today, okay, it's just your golfer with your caddy and that golfer with the other caddy. There's no contact here. You, know, you don't have to even give a fist pump or bump there. You don't have to give anything. And but the optics of that, I think that's where you have to say, no, it's best if we shut this down. Let's let's be in compliance with everybody else here. Uh, Andrew in Oregon joins us. Hey, Andrew, what do you have for me today? Good morning, gentlemen. 511 and a solid 330. So just wanted to touch a little bit on the, um, the, uh, the seniors possibly getting extensions on their careers at uh, college and the NCAA. Do you think that they would have an issue uh, later on with former student-athletes that were not granted extension? What do you mean? 
So there, there have been uh, seniors in the past that were looking for hardship, uh, uh, fifth-year seniorship. No, no, no. This is this would be a one-time only, Andrew. Thanks for the phone call. This, this is this is an an, an exception. Now, you can call it an act of God exception here for these senior athletes. It, it, to me, I'm not in favor of it. I certainly understand those athletes in the spring sports who didn't even get a season. But I, I just think if you're bringing back, you know, four seniors and now you have 17 basketball players, if you want to come back and play and you pay for yourself, then I'd be in favor of that. Uh, but, you know, I feel bad for the spring athletes because they didn't even get a season. And if you're a senior and let's say you're on a team that could compete for a national championship. You know, that's really difficult to take because there's no recourse right now. Dan in North Carolina joins us. Hey, Dan, what do you have for me? Hey, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Wait, do we, do we have him? Hey, Dan. No, we just hung up on him. Uh, Adam in Oregon. Hey, Adam. Hey, Danny. Hey, bud. Six foot, 214. All right. Uh, so my question that I had was, do I actually win the Dan for the day in the DP challenge? Because I didn't fill out a bracket at all. So technically I was the most right. Uh, well, there are quite a few people that, that didn't. There's a tie for first, Adam, with a couple of thousand people. And it'll be really hard to bring a couple of thousand people into the man cave. But uh, we will have this contest. We couldn't do it with uh, the bracket challenge, and I feel bad about that. But we'll we'll figure out something where we have a Danette for the day. Uh, it's just we weren't able to do it. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, if we had a, a lot of people do a lot of work in a very little amount of time, and then the uh, tournament canceled, yeah. which is very unfortunate. Yeah. Todd did a great job in corralling. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking him, but the other people that did work. Yeah. Now we'll we'll try to come up with something, but uh, you know we just couldn't we couldn't do it. Obviously, yes, Paul. There is some irony to this because not me so much, but Todd and Seaton and McLovin have been handling the bracket contest for years, and and for years and years it's always come together at the last minute. We barely get it together. We kind of get together. This year we were more organized than ever. We really had it together, and it gets canceled. So frustrating. Yeah. Sorry, Seaton. Yeah, it's a bummer because we were taking for years. We've been told that we couldn't do what we were going to do this year, and we fi- and we were able to figure it out, and we got partners that could take care of it. So it is a little bit of a bummer. Um, but the good news is, is that next year is going to be even ball. better. Yeah, even better. Yeah, and I like that. You know, I had to. I had the authority to say we can have somebody who wins be a Danette for a day. I didn't have to go through management. I didn't have to go through anybody. And I thought it was a great grand prize. You get to be a Danette for a day, but. We will have a contest where somebody is a Danette for a day. Then they can sit in the back row with Fritzy. And Fritzy can cough all over them. <laughs> what a great prize. Yeah. But but they get do we give them a choice of where they get to sit? Yeah. We Front have, row, back row? We have room up here. Mm, okay. Yes, Todd. Yeah, if they're in the mindset of stuck at back row, they're not going to want any part of being back here. They're going to want to hang with Seaton and Pauline up front. Yes, Seaton. Chat row, just throwing that out there, too. They could be the moderator or something. Oh, they could take uh, yeah. Tyler's job. Yeah, yeah, Mo- uh, moderator. Yeah, Tyler is the mo- Tyler the moderator. So it's not Tyler the creator. It's Tyler the moderator. moderator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he runs around with a computer screen and very serious. Oh, it's it's so fun. Well, look, we have guys who are doing a couple of jobs here. You know, you, you may do a job in the morning and you may do a job in the afternoon. But uh, Tyler the moderator is doing a great job there, monitoring <laughs> chat row. 
Yes, for two. So we, we give him a lot of grief, but he is so intensely wanting to please. You have to respect and appreciate that. He's always looking to see how he can make everybody more comfortable and get everything done. Thank you, Tom. You're welcome. All right. That's what you are. You're a pleaser as well. I, just, I, get it. I appreciate people like that. He's always looking for what can I do to uh, help everybody out. I'm not really a team player, so I can appreciate what Tyler does. He's always looking to see. You're never can... looking to see what you could do to help other people. Out. <laughs> I'm just in my own little world coughing, and uh, that's just the way. Not never, do. just not so far. I guess, yeah, <laughs> you think eventually I'll but how many, how many years has it been? It's been a long time. Yeah. In my own little, uh, my own little bubble doing my thing. That, and occasionally that is I'll true. talk to you guys. Occasionally you'll ask uh, the cameraman's name and remember it. You know, this small thing. Outside of that, it's all about me. Very selfish. That, that is true. You're, you're a selfish giver. Not good. Like, it's not a good quality. Yeah, minimum kindness. That's what it is. That's you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, minimum kindness. <laughs> what, what was the fake tweet that came out, Satan? Uh, by the way, we heard from the uh, Salem Red Sox. They have Nickelback night, and uh, they sent me vinyl. I got an album of Nickelback. Oh, and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Greatest Hits? Uh, or is it just one of their earlier collections? I think it's called Greatest Hit. And it's a... What? <laughs> That's pretty good, CD. <laughs> Oh, no, you open the door, and you know who's ready at the... At, time to sing, time to sing. Okay, okay. <laughs> How about a nickel back off? Okay, you criticize Springsteen. You can't understand him, and I can't very close. I can't All right. All right. I see that. If I had Springsteen on, would you sing for Springsteen? Absolutely. All right. Because <laughs> Springsteen doesn't strike me as having a sense of Definitely humor. Definitely not. No. I'm not going, <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be me. Yeah. What was the fake tweet on Nickelback? Uh, there's like an Onion-type uh, news article going around right now that says, Unaware of coronavirus, Nickelback continues to of playing the empty stadiums. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Too soon. Wow. Too soon. God, that's mean. Like, that's the, that is, it's awesome, but it's mean. It's like you're playing games to no fans, but Nickelback is still touring to empty stadiums. <laughs> Show must go on. Doing encores. Thank you, Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Good night. Good night. Good night. We'll take a break here. We'll uh, talk to John Aran of the Sports Business Journal, the business side of uh, what's happened here with all these postponements here. And uh, the league that can ill afford taking a couple of weeks off. Yes. yes like the dude, <laughs> like the, one of the guys from Nickelback woke up this morning and saw it. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what did we do? What did we do? That was so wrong. Nickelback's not bothering anybody, are they? Hey, let me see what's uh, the latest update on coronavirus. <laughs> let me check Twitter real quick. What the hell? If we get one week what off. What do we do? They think maybe this week we'll get off being poked. Just a one week off. And they can't even get one week off due to the coronavirus. Madden Dragons is holding their breath. One of them is like, yeah, well, my bank account's not empty. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Do you think Imagine Dragons is the next Nickelback? Oh, yeah. That's not, I, mean, I don't even know if that's a hot take anymore. They're playing outside right now that's by like the Tiger Grill. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're playing always, everywhere. Another one. Let me take a break here. Uh, coming up on 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. 
Super pumped to be here flanked by Aaron Larstool. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. taking a pause. I'm a little hesitant to use the word suspension because our hope and our expectation is when things get back to normal and it's safe and it's prudent that we can go back and resume the season and ultimately have the Stanley Cup award. Scary Bettman, NHL commissioner, explaining the status of the current season. Discover NHL Play of the Week. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year and does so automatically. And uh, Discover is accepted at over 95% of places in the United States that take credit cards. To learn more, discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report is uh, the one responsible for those numbers. Limitations apply. Uh, Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hey, Jeff, what do you have for me today? Oh, Dan, sitting here was... uh was thinking a uh, couple of statements. Uh, first of all, to the first responders, I like to tell them thank you and that I'm praying for you because we know that they're the first one, the first line of defense. Uh, with this only being the third month, in the year has been brutal. The death of Kobe's daughter, the death of Kobe, and the, the other people that lost, you know, lives were lost in the plane. Now we're faced with a, a global pandemic. Human population is being affected. And the one thing that I'm coming to understand and see is that we as a people have to get back to just flat out loving and and coming together because it seems like we were separated. And now it seems like with this, we definitely got to work together. The thing about this coronavirus is it has no, it has nothing to attach to. It doesn't know money. It doesn't know color. It doesn't know race. Somebody's going to need your help. The question is, are you going to help them? Because I know us with, you know, my mom is 85 years of age. I don't even want her to go out the house. But I'm very, very happy that it's people like you, Rich Eyes, and others that are on the air keeping us calm and letting us know what's going on. It's a shame that Mark Cuban sounds more presidential than my president. But, hey, you know, I'm not going to go down that road. One thing that I say, reach out to your loved ones. 
reach out to those that you might not have talked to in a little while and just see if they need something. You never know. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it. As always, great to hear from you. John Oran, Sports Business Journal, a uh, Sports Business Journal reporter, and uh, has been there with uh, Sports Business since 2006. And, John, I wanted to have you on because, you know, we're in uncharted territory here with these leagues uh, hitting the pause button here. But, you know, when you start to look at this, the trickle down with, you know, people who work at the stadiums and jerseys and, you know, concessions, I mean, there's so much of an impact that how do you quantify uh, the impact that this is going to have on the sports world? Gosh, that's an impossible question to answer because the, the, the trickle down even goes as far as let's say they start, let's say the NBA starts up the playoffs after 30 days, which is, you know, a possibility. How many people are going to go and sit in, sit in the stands there? And so all of a sudden you have attendance problems. You were, were uh, on the doorstep of a recession right now. How many advertisers are, are still going to be paying these top dollars to get sort of get their message, messaging out? Uh, across that, you have, you know, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of rights fees in the uh, NCAA tournament, which is just not being played now. Like, how is that going to become whole now with CBS and, and Turner, which just told me they, they sold a record number, uh, record high revenue against uh, that, that tournament field? Uh, this ban has been, for me, one of the most um, well, just a wild week for anybody, but in particular in terms of reporting on uh, the sports business, like, I got to talk to top people at all the networks, all the leagues, all the uh, all the teams. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what it's going to look like a week from now, two weeks from now, or, or, or a month from now. And everybody's just sort of like it, – it's just like it's not even a holding pattern. Things change so quickly. And, and they're, they're just trying to react more than, than plan out. And you also have the NCAA tournament, of course, uh, that was canceled. But I, I was wondering, the amount of money that's made there, what happens with that money? Or who is going to pay the price of not having that money come from March Madness with schools? Um, in, in terms of uh, the, right now, the, the networks, as you know, um, pay, pay the NCAA. Uh, and so – that those two are going to have to get together and figure out because the NCAA promised a tournament. There's not going to be a tournament. So CBS and, and, and Turner are going to need to get that money back. Uh, it's almost certain that there, there's not going to be a rebate to where they're going to, the NCAA is going to cut a check to them, but they're going to have to sort of make good elsewhere, maybe increase the deal going forward. And what, what what's going to end up happening there is that, you know, the schools aren't going to get as much money because it's a, it's, it's going to it's just going to be a trickle down effect down to what you were talking about. And I think about think about like the person that created the the, uh, the magazine souvenir magazines that everybody buys at the uh, at the stadiums. I mean, those magazines were all produced, right? I would imagine, uh, and, and all of a sudden, you know, something a business like that is you know really out significantly on this. The XFL had to shut down. Uh, it feels like Vince McMahon was maybe looking at this at least as a three-year project. Um, I don't have numbers on that, but but it feels like there was a three-year process here. Of he was he had money that he was going to lose and knew he was going to lose. But uh, what kind of impact will this have on the XFL? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to answer every question of yours with nobody knows, uh, <laughs> and I apologize for that. But nobody knows. Uh, 
but one thing one thing is that the, uh, everybody said that the XFL was prepared to go to year two. They were going to be financed through year two. They have sort of media deals in, in place that, that, that go multiple years. They had sponsorship deals in place that go multiple years. And so the the, the likelihood is that, that uh, they will kick off a second year. The big question is everybody saw what happened with their 401ks. Everybody uh, saw sees what's happening with the stock market. So that money that was around to uh, to to fund a year or two, how is that affected? And that's sort of you know, we're going through my story list coming up of, of stories that I need to research, and that's that's going to be one of them. The Masters has been postponed this year. They obviously can take this financial hit, but uh, what about CBS with that? You know, CBS losing out on the Masters, and you know now they've lost out on March Madness as well. They they have is there insurance here? Is there like what what kind of you know act of God uh, insurance here? Uh, th- th- there certainly will be some insurance here, but the networks and are are gonna are gonna have to get together with the leagues or the conferences or the NCAA and just try to uh, because the, the the networks could. Um, demand their money back, right? But at, at the same time, the networks are, have deals with cable systems. And the cable system, the, 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 the TNT deal with their cable system is all predicated on showing the NCAA tournament. So, so there, there's a whole different um, – there's a whole line of business dealings that are sort of in upheaval now. And the one thing that I heard this week and uh, is that everybody kind of wants to work together, so it's not going to it's not going to blow up to where you know I'm going to have a good front page story of a he said she said, but that's right now. I mean, what happens in a month when they really start to feel the pinch? So that it, that that's another sort of area that we're, that I'm going to be looking at as well. What league is uh, most vulnerable financially right now? Um, uh, the, the the newer ones, uh, the, the, uh, like the XFL that you mentioned. Um, I would never call the NFL vulnerable. The, the NFL is, is is so powerful. But one thing you have to look at is that uh, they were right on the cusp of starting a media rights negotiation that was going to bring in, you know, 60 to 70 percent more in, in revenue from, from the networks. Uh, the networks are not a charity case. You know, the, the, the networks all saw their, their stocks fall as well, and, and they're looking at a prospect of less advertising now. Like, how much does that affect – the, the NFL moving forward. Again, no no real answers, but these are a lot of the questions that, that people are having. But you're also looking at this NFL situation with the timing of this. If And, and I was told by somebody with the Players Association that the owners felt like a recession was coming before the coronavirus. The timing of trying to get a TV deal done, how important is that to the NFL? Is it do it now or do you try to ride this out? Uh I think that one of the things that they were trying to do, because the TV deal isn't up for a couple of years, they were really trying to, to beat any kind of recession that, that was coming. I mean, they, they, there was a, they were going whole hog to get this done, and it looked like things would be sort of in place if not signed by the fall. Um, and now, now, you know, it, I, haven't, I, I don't know anything, but my speculation is that this, this could then be pushed back another year or so just to let everybody get their foot, get their footing again. And then I look at the NBA with at least a month off, and then you look at the fallout from what happened with Daryl Morey's comments about China. It's been a costly year for the NBA. Yeah, and, and what if they don't play they, – they don't have playoffs? Because, you know, right now a lot of these deals that the leagues have with the networks, Dan, 
are predicated on, on a number of games or a number of hours that, that have been shown. And almost certainly, I don't know uh, that the, NA, the NHL and the NBA through the regular season have met that number of hours. So, so they're, they're okay right now in terms of, uh, of their contract There's, uh, and, and triggering clauses. But the, the um, playoffs are coming. If they don't play the playoffs, that, that is a huge thing. I mean, that's something that, that they're going to try to stay away from. But if you saw Adam Silver's comments yesterday on TNT, like he said, uh, 30 days or more or less, like nobody, everybody's waiting to see what the, what everything's going to look like in, in 30 days. So the idea that it's going to be a, a rigid 30 days is fanciful right now. John, great to talk to you. Hope you have a great weekend, safe weekend, and thanks for joining us. I wish I could be more optimistic, Dan. I, I apologize for that. Yeah, it's not your fault. Thank you, John. John Aranda of the Sports Business Journal. And look, I echo, you know, his responses. We don't know. You know, we, everybody wants to try to handicap this and have a crystal ball, and, and we just don't know. I was told last night by a government, government official that the next 60 days, next, next 60 days that things are, you know, going to be tough, very difficult. And it gets worse before it gets better. What that means, um, you know, Somebody with the CIA said, you know, that this is going, they're preparing for a very difficult time in the next 60 days. This is in the uh, New York area. How that spreads out the rest of the country, um, even the rest of the world, not quite sure. We just don't know. Uncharted territory. Phone calls coming up. Uh, Nick in Illinois. We'll talk to Tom Kern, who covers the Patriots with the Tom Brady situation here. Hey, we can actually talk about Tom Brady and. You know, don't feel like, you know, we're trolling here. There's actual things to talk about. Free agency Monday, or it's uh, legal tampering Monday coming up with Tom Brady. So we'll talk to Tom Curran. Hey, Nick, what do you have for me today? Hey, Dan, good morning. Good morning. Um, 63160. Thank you. Hey, I'm a current senior in high school, or sorry, college, Division One athlete um, in Illinois here, and Yesterday, our school got uh, shut down, announced kind of the plans to go online and everything. It was a hectic day. I still had practice, but took a nap in the afternoon to get away from everything and woke up feeling a little bit better. And and then I woke up to about 20, 25 text messages with the news that the NCAA had canceled all the spring championships and my career was effectively over. So it's kind of surreal to to go through that and um, we're getting through it like everybody else is but um, yeah just kind of my story my side of things what if you had an opportunity to come back and I'm not sure what what sport you want to tell me what sport that you play yeah yeah I'm uh, cross country and track okay if you could come back for your senior season one more year of eligibility would you sign up to do that if you didn't get any scholarship money um, personally, well, we've actually had this discussion on the team on, on runs and stuff. Um, personally, I would not because I've been accepted to medical school. So I'm moving, kind of moving on, um, uh, next year with that. Um, but I do have teammates who have said that they would, if they got the waiver, um, come back and we've talked with our coach and, uh, he's kind of said, he doesn't really know what's going to happen. You know, he, uh, this is unprecedented and the NCAA, may give waivers to all the seniors um, because we, we don't have – nobody will have an outdoor track season at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck with the bigger picture, and that's going to med school. And congratulations on that, Nick. Thanks for joining us and sharing your story. 
Thanks, Dan. Yeah, yeah, see. He's kind of in the same place that Vince Carter is in, where he knew his career was over. You know, Vince Carter was knew he was retiring at the end of the year. He just didn't think it was today. You know, that, oh, this is the last game that I'm going to play. He thought that he had more time, just like that kid knew that his track career was basically over at the end of the season. He just thought he had more time. That's gotta, it's got to be tough to have that snatched away. And you get to go to medical school. That's a nice consolation prize. And Vince Carter goes to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Paul. I was going to say, this kid and I had a lot in common when he said he took a nap yesterday. But then he said he <laughs> runs cross country and he's going to medical school. Other than that, he and I are like twins. Yeah, yeah. Separated at birth. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Get an update on uh, Tommy. Hashtag Tommy with uh, Tom Kern, who's going to tell us about uh, Tom Brady. Busy week for Tom coming up next week. We'll uh, talk about that a little football. More phone calls as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, you know I love talking about Tom Brady's future. Can't wait. Always. Um... Tom Curran gets to do this for a living. He's the uh, Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. Who designates you as an insider? I always wondered that. Like, does somebody that self, say, self-declaration? I don't know if you can say, I'm a sports insider, I'm a Patriots insider. But uh, t- uh, Tom Curran from NBC Sports Boston will uh, join us coming up. Uh, Ryan in Florida joins us. Hey, Ryan, what do you have for me? Hey, DP, uh, the first time, long time, 6'4", 247. Thank you. been waiting for that for a long time. First off, I want to thank you for all that you do, especially uh, giving us this little reprieve from all this chaos that's happening. Um, but on top of that, uh, I am getting married tomorrow, so I wanted to hear advice uh, from you and the Danette. Ooh. Uh, just anything you can give. I know it's a little uh, chaotic right now, and obviously we can't plan for what happened, but uh, just get some advice from you guys. Uh, listen, uh, thanks so much for all you do again. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan. Yes, Eden. I have two pieces of, of advice for your wedding day. If you're driving yourself, make sure you get your car washed beforehand. Don't show up with a dirty car. Did that. Look stupid. Uh, number two, remember to smile when you're walking back down the aisle because everybody after you get married. After you get married. Make sure that you have a very big smile on your face because that's when everybody's <laughs> taking pictures. And uh, you just want to make sure that everyone captures your very happy face. I, um, we somehow make the smooth segue to Tom Curran, the Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. How's morale in Boston, Tommy? Uh, I would say because it's cloudy with a little bit of maybe freezing rain dropping right now and a canceled Boston marathon, it's low. But I hope that uh, people uh, people gather their their senses and uh, and buckle up and, and move forward because it's you know 
suck it up for three weeks to a month, and uh, this will be a chapter in the history of the country that we made it through, despite maybe a slow start. Uh, next week, Tom Brady will be with the Patriots, with another team, no decision made. No decision made. Oh, so nothing – what what happens next week with Brady? Well, I think the free agency is probably going to be held off. I, I just think that the NFL is going to balk at the optics of it. But bottom line, he's not going to come back here, not the way things are trending right now. Um, they had a phone call last week, Belichick and Brady. It did not go well. Uh, Belichick acting as if Brady was still under contract. Dale Arnold from WEEI saying that part of that was based around the fact that Belichick said we can't pay you more than last year. So when I was told it's acting as if he's still under contract, that makes sense if that's what he was told because that's what you tell a guy who doesn't have any leverage. Well, so, I wonder about his leverage, though, Tom. I, I don't think there are eight teams interested in Brady. I'm sure there are a couple of teams that are going to have to overspend for him. But, if, if you know, Tampa appears is all in. I don't know if Tennessee is. I don't know if San Francisco is. I don't know if there's a mystery team here. But if, if you're going to look at the odds here, you're playing favorites here. Who would you pick? Well, just an aside here, I don't think the level of intensity has to be the same for every team in order to, for there to be legitimate interest. Well, I know, but when, when you say, when Jeff Darlington says eight teams, you know, eight teams, if I can get him for $17, yeah. Uh, I mean. Well, eight teams, depending upon what hoops I need to throw, jump through. I think the, the Niners, again, with the number of people who have jumped on that since, Deion Sanders mentioned it, then Florio mentioned it, then I mentioned it. Now Mike Lombardi's been riding it like a mule. Um, I think he could be disabused of it really quickly if Kyle Shanahan felt that that was something he would do. So to me, the Niners are, are an absolute, you know, that's a very narrow hoop to fire through. But I think that there's legitimate interest on the parts of five or six teams, which would be. Chargers, definitely. Bucks, definitely. Uh, Raiders, perhaps to a degree, although I was told that Gruden is not going to intensely pursue Brady, but if he calls, he'll listen. Um, Titans, of course. And then I think the Colts are a team that people have dismissed outwardly. But if they're going to be kicking the tires on Phillip Rivers and they're not going to look at Brady, what, what are we talking about? Oh, I agree. I, I said I don't know why the Colts aren't in on Brady because you got a great offensive line. you got a great coach, great GM. You're playing half your games indoors. To me, that if I'm Brady... That would be the place that I would I would want to play for that team. Uh, maybe I don't want to play in Indianapolis, but uh, I, I think that's a nice little soft landing spot. I concur, and I think a lot of GMs and per team personnel are lying right now because they do have answers in-house, and there's two things there. If they don't get Brady, then they don't want to piss off the guy who was there, and if they don't get Brady, they get to save face, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, this, this isn't what we were going to try and do anyway. So let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this in the final minute. What would plan B be for the Patriots? Jared Stidham. Oh. Jared Stidham will probably be given every opportunity to win the quarterback job, as far as I can tell. I don't think they're going to go out and spend $15 million on Andy Dalton, carry Brady's $13.5 million, and now have $28.5 million worth of cap money on that position. Mm to get from Dalton basically not that much more than they can conceivably get from Stidham for $800,000. I really think that they would, if Brady does not resign, they would be in the market for $5 million quarterbacks as opposed to 15 or 
$18 million quarterbacks, and I think Stidham would be given every opportunity to win the job. It's great to talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk soon. This was way too quick, you know. I know it was. I feel bad that, that I was up against the break, and then I took the phone call on the guy getting married, and, I, you know, I, I took away some of your quality time with us. Smile going down the aisle. All right. Thank you, Tommy. Goodbye, then. That's uh, Tom Kern, Patriots Insider, NBC Sports Boston. He's been adamant that Brady was gone, and he was willing to bet me. He was like, hey, whatever you want to bet, I'll bet you Brady is not coming back here. Sounds pretty sure. Question is, where is he going to go? And if Jared Stidham, come on down. Feels like you might need uh, plan C if plan B is Jared Stidham. Just a guess. All the great Scott Van Pelt of the Mothership is going to join us coming up. Final hour is Traeger Meet Friday after this. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 